0: Welcome to the Morning D.N.I. Uh, or D.N.I. because it's just me. Uh, no, it's the Morning D.N.A. I am Aaron Dice, the man of a single black shirt. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. Also muted. Uh, and we're here to find out what this day is. Muted. Oh, you aren't anymore. No, correct. I was
2: mouthing. Oh,
0: you were oh. tricking me. We're here to find out what October 4th. Oh, my God. TRC is here. Oh! Uh Twenty one is made of. I don't even know what that means. Uh, the ran. Oh, the random chick. Yes, the random chick <laughs> is here.
2: Of course. Who else would it be? It's the woman who plays Bella on my, my server. <laughs> 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 Why wouldn't you know the characters that I get to play and hang out with all the time, Erin?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well you know, I don't know. I know some of the characters that you play. I just don't know necessarily no, no, no. the people the that play them. With, right, right, right. right. right, right. Yes, right, right. exactly. Well,
2: do you know, Bellatrix? Do you? Yes. I've well, seen Bellatrix.
0: Bella. Oh, well, very nice. Nice to meet you. Bellatrix random chicks. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us this morning. Thank you for the, uh, the standing by as we figured out some technical difficulties for the rare double intro. Um, mm-hmm.
2: it's a doing special it twice. Day.
0: Mm-hmm. It is a special day. How are you today?
2: I'm good. I feel like I just woke up and started running really, really fast. And, and this is the first time I've sat down. And so I'm enjoying the peace of my mind, the quiet of my mind, which Oh is should really we, bad. Should we take some time? We which should is, take do- some time. No, it's bad for a show. Oh. Because, you know, who wants to come to a show and sit there and watch you just be... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know, today. I don't know.
2: The answer is nobody.
0: Maybe somebody. We've done it before. We've yeah. held silence what? before.
2: Mm -hmm. sure yeah for maybe like 10 seconds
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's about as much as we can stand about as much as we can stand (laughs) uh master neil says gonna leave a lurk headed to work have a great show um thank you master neil uh i'm sure danae appreciates that on her twitch i assume lurk like leaving a lurk command is like uh some sort of command for the twitch stream Right.
2: Yeah, lurking means that you're going to leave the show on while going about your life. You're not actively participating, maybe not even actively listening, but you're on mm-hmm. somewhere in their life. It's nice. appreciated. Yeah, it kind of helps helps to count for followers. I'm at 969 Twitch followers right now. Nice. So. Uh, 31 more quiet to so- 1K. Oh, a quiet, soothing show. Good morning. I'm to the morning DNA. I'm Danae. <laughs> and I'm Aaron. The and special- we're
0: going to talk about morning things.
2: Like bacon.
0: Hmm. Bacon. And maybe uh, some eggs.
2: Also probably pajamas.
0: Hmm. Nice footy pajamas. <laughs> with the rear with the rear exit port.
2: You can have the choice of exit port with buttons or snaps. And our new design, Terraway.
0: If you'd like to join us <laughs> for the rest of this journey, please just stay tuned as we continue to say things sometime in the future
2: our next topic llamas <laughs> uh doc uh, we don't know we're just we're just messing around man yeah
0: we're doing the soothing version <laughs> soothing version of the show uh yes 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 yes
2: okay Well, lauren I'm,
0: says okay. i would watch Nate just drink coffee for a stream you know it's true um you know there's there's not we don't have anything like world-changing to say if you're hanging out with us it's because we're like buddies and you know when you're like buddies you just kind of hang out and drink coffee
2: (laughs) um we should probably explain what's going on for those that do not know um we do we do a morning show like a radio style morning show essentially on mondays together to
0: the morning dna
2: and it's it's we, we have conversations we have topical chats. We have Q and A section. We just kind of hang out and, uh, start the week off together. Aaron and I have been working together for almost a decade. We used to actually do a morning show, a morning radio show together. Mm -hmm. And, um, we've been podcasting together for almost a decade. A popular one at that. A very popular one for a while. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. We were everyone's favorite.
0: Nationally internationally syndicated morning show.
2: uh so that's what's going on is we start our show and we just talk and then uh, this actually becomes our podcast we we're we kind of do a live podcast recording essentially right now mm-hmm. and we do it yeah. with you guys and we really appreciate it we really do uh so is the Aaron danae asmr episode a patreon flex goal
0: sure Whoa. if you want one i wouldn't consider that amr that wasn't anr a uh, or as asmr though right asmr is even I like more it's yeah, that's more whisper uh, <sniffs>
2: yeah. oh that's how that works shoot. Oh shoot! Yeah. So yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, and we usually kind of reflect on the weekend and the previous week and have topics to share with each other. So <laughs> sorry for that, and also not sorry uh, for the burp. Is normal. It is birking. normal. It's I, normal human thing. I think. I think that's one of the ways I like to break down the 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 norm, and I've mm-hmm. I've like to throw people off in my life. Is I have just let my burps out i don't let my farts out but i will let my burps out
0: yeah it's very important yeah someday someday she may level up to fart status we don't know when that will happen i'm thinking in um,
2: my 50s or 60s when i just don't care about flatulation anymore yeah yeah. but i'm not there or
0: or when you can't control it
2: (laughs) isn't that more like 70s and 80s i have no idea i
0: have no idea we'll talk about that (laughs) in my topic later on well not that specifically
2: (laughs) Uh, yeah. Hey, tell those thousand Twitch people to be Patreon members so we can get that DNA, D&D, D&D game. We'd
0: love it. We'd love we, to see it.
2: We, I definitely talk about what I do on Twitch, but you know what? I actually have people who um subscribe to my Twitch channel too. So, you mm-hmm. know, they only want to give me so much money and I understand.
0: That's right. It is unfair <laughs> a little bit. Both of us have like four different places where people <laughs> can support our different creative projects. It makes sense because we have different creative projects, but, you know, yeah, at some point we've we've had people email us and be like, hey love you guys you guys are amazing which one should i support like if I you go? had to pick one where do i go where do i go
2: <laughs> send us a check um archimedes says actually been trying to teach my mom how to burp so she doesn't get bloated and hurt anymore oh that's sad oh no okay new goal new stretch goal help Archimedes help her mom burp i i I mean does she hold it in because she's yeah i'm it's rude? I'm,
0: I'm, con- I'm confused how it doesn't just escape after a time like
2: maybe she has a condition or something that's yeah, so bad.
0: some sort of close off or putting yeah. my
2: coffee down and, and realizing it i love up. it so much that i'm picking it right back up again
0: yeah right yeah.
2: back up again one of
0: danae's favorite sounds is when i uh, fake burp like the process of sucking air in to Hold fake on. burp, it's one—it's one of Danae's favorites. Oh, she's taking her headphones off so that I can demonstrate it to you. You're gonna have to give me a visual
2: um, cue because I've taken my headphone off. i am not listening to this at all. I can't.
0: You'll see it. You'll—you'll you'll see it happen. So, um, so yeah, when I want to fake burp, I have to suck air in, and Danae loves this noise. It's more like a.
2: I can't even look at it. <laughs> God.
0: So just teach your mom that. Teach your mom You're that. Gonna have to your, send
2: me a message.
0: Ten, teach your mom how to like, you know, suck the air in and then let it out. Yeah. It's like an in burp and an out burp. It's amazing. We're good. We're good. I won't do it again. So, it's there so you go.
2: Disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> it's I the, want you no, know, you need to go back and look at your face. That, no, you know what? <laughs> how do I do this? I I'm going to bring I know it what up. My
0: face looks like No, I know what my face looks like when I do that. And, and combine that with the otherworldly sound that that happens as you're trying to suck air down your esophagus, like
2: stop, stop.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh my god, Wicca, <laughs> uh, you are evil. Who says, yes. Dicer, do it again and wear a shark mask. That's how you lose a friend.
0: That's right. That's how you get banned from Danae's Twitch, right there. Um, by suggesting things like that. Uh, Archimedes, uh, clarifies, love it, love it, love it. Uh, she has trouble letting it out. My guess is a trained reflex because of societal pressure. Also amazing burps. Uh, ha ha ha. Oh, no, so.
2: no, no, no. Hey, listen, listen, if you want to, you can go to Aaron's Twitch, follow him on Twitch and he'll make it one of those <laughs> point redemption things where you can redeem instead points of, and make him burp.
0: Wait, instead of ASMR, I just have like an all burp. Twitch channel where <laughs> oh, thousands God. of people come just to hear burps over and no, over it wasn't and belches thinking that and... I
2: wasn't thinking that. Oh my gosh, my dogs, my dogs have figured out how to crawl up from underneath the, the desk and push against my chair, push me away from my computer and jump into my lap. Insane. Because mm-hmm. a love hog.
0: Yeah, they want some attention. They want some attention.
2: Are you gonna try for it, bud?
0: Uh, let's see. And Nick says off the rails early this morning. I don't, is that so much different? Like, no. aren't we, that's the kind of the whole point of the first part of the show is to be off the rails, right? <laughs> we leave the rails in the future. And this has been You're since the, the beginning of shoe the dough, right? Like the, since the beginning of our podcast, shoe the dough, it was always, Hey, open up the mics, go off the rails. Then when Aaron says the key phrase, we'll focus on what we're supposed to do for a few seconds. And then Danae, you know, we'll say, you know, something else. Um, so that's that's generally been our pattern for like the the entirety of uh, what goes on here. So should I say the magic words?
2: Yes, say the magic words. You
0: ready to a dough?
2: I'm ready to shoe a dough.
0: All right, let's do it. <laughs> we're going to do the DNA and U. Uh, the D is Danae's topic, the A is the Aaron topic, and U is the U topic. Um, so anything that you want us to talk about, any comments you have, questions you have, things you want us to answer or talk about, save that for the you question of the show. Lolly uh, says, there used to be rails? Yeah, yes. I think there, so. There, there are occasionally rails. They are they, Aaron they are likes occasionally to there
2: make rails and Danae likes to tear them down mm-hmm. yes that or, is the... or just you know lay down multiple structure. tracks beside the other tracks and try to hop the train around that's <laughs> kind of something like that sometimes attach like wings to the side of the train and then try to like fly a little bit it's very yes. dangerous to
0: work with I think me. it's I think it's beautiful I think it's a it's a, a beautiful dance between structure and randomness uh so yeah today speaking of structure what is your topic for today
2: i am curious what everyone's candy is that's nearly impossible to resist i feel like we always have one that when you walk by it you cannot help yourself you like you you taste it in your mouth and you think to yourself yeah i've got room for that even if you don't or yeah I can have just one, even if you can't. There's always that one candy, and I kind of mm-hmm. was curious because obviously we're in candy season. When is it not candy season in the U.S.? Mm. Never. I mean, ne- I mean when is it not candy
0: season in. everywhere? You know, that's not just a U.S. thing. Uh, don't candy so. is delici- I was just no, delicious. No, is delicious everywhere.
2: Well, delicious everywhere, but like promoted like it is, because we go from one candy season to the other. We go from like Halloween. I guess I should say. To, I guess I should Halloween say maybe. is like the big one
0: western culture i mean willy wonka is a british thing right that's an english thing so you know
2: what do you mean willy wonka willy wonka's fictitious
0: well no but i mean that came from british culture like that's not an american like the idea of a you know huge candy shop like you know i I think uh, like swedish fish like i like every country has like their their go-to candies you know so yeah
2: right right
0: And, and when i meet people from other countries they're like have you tasted this candy that we make Like, so that's the first thing anybody from another country says to me. (laughs) I'm
2: not saying that the U.S. is the only or whatever that makes candy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Mm -hmm. that we have entire cultures built around a lot of candy being pushed. Mm -hmm. It's like a candy season. I need to be educated on this, though.
0: Yeah. Um, well, you have one at your house today. I'll answer first. uh, because I was there recently and you had a big bowl of Reese's peanut butter pumpkins. Reese's the, the name of my dog. The holidays. And man, listen, I like Reese's cups, but it's a it's a little bit too much chocolate and a little bit not enough peanut butter. So, when the tree, like the Christmas trees and the pumpkins come out, like the ratio is higher in peanut butter. And oh my goodness, I love those so much. Um, it's like a perfect ratio for me. And there's no like big chunks of chocolate, like around the edges of a Reese's cup, there are. Um, so, yeah, like the texture of those. Like, I will, I will even with those, it's a lot easier to just like pop them in. And then let the chocolate melt off, kind of suck the the chocolate off oh, of the peanut butter. Question
2: how you eat it. It's <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, listen, we all it's know it's
2: important. It's important that we know how. How do I exists. eat
0: every single piece of candy I eat?
2: You suck at it.
0: I suck at it. That's what I do. Uh, I do not chew candy. Um, so so there you go.
2: Oh my gosh! Chat is popping, hopping, screaming. Let's go. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's do it. Um,
0: um, um. Oh, what can't I- you resist?
2: well i mean here we are hold on a second i want to go into this one from Makad, who says um all of them except for circus peanuts and neca wafers
0: wait now why did you turn a positive into a negative like right like immediately (laughs) immediately alert you're like i don't want to talk about candies i can't resist let's talk about the awful candies that are easy to resist i mean
2: you know obviously all of them is all of them i loved circus peanuts when i was little though i haven't had one in a long time the
0: just, it's peanut. like it's like somebody put sugar on styrofoam mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah yeah They're
2: slightly orange flavored
0: well it's weird because when you're a kid you're just like this is something that shouldn't taste good but it kind of tastes good I think I'm gonna yeah, chew on it's it kind like of naughty. you know it's like uh, it's like the wax lips. Did you ever get like wax lips for like Halloween or yes, something and like I that? Yes, I was told
2: that you could eat the wax if you wanted yeah. to. Yeah, But then you're like, after a moment, you're thinking, I literally am just eating wax and someone gave me but permission it, to but do that. But there's that. sugar
0: in it, right? Like there's some, it's, it's sweet. So it's, yeah, it's a weird thing. That's what Circus peanuts remind me of.
2: Nutsy3 agrees with you. Reese's Cup, the only correct answer. Sour Skittles for eight four one seven. No. Ooh. Those are so good. Do you eat the entire thing or do you eat just one like i do
0: i was gonna say sour skittles doesn't seem like an irresistible keep popping them in kind of candy but i guess for some people it is they're literally
2: literally made to be tiny little bite size
0: well i know but then after one you're just like okay i i can't breathe
2: (laughs) (laughs) says aaron uh gummy bears and similar candies like similar gummy candies those are easy butterfingers from doc tracy
0: Man, that's when mm. I have to suck. You can't, like, chewing mm. butterfingers is, like, it just gets all up in your teeth. Yeah, that's
2: how you save it for later.
0: <laughs> that's, how, that's how you save those cavities for later.
2: Um, Here's one from Nick, who says, my go-to candy is the Trolley s- Sour Gummy Worm. Mm. Um, It's the favorite theater snack, and Swedish Fish are good, too. So those are more nice. gummies. Nice. Oh, they're good. Oh, Lind Mint Truffles.
0: Mm-hmm. Heck mm-hmm. yeah, that
2: seems like yeah. next level.
0: Never had it before, but just the the uh, just the name
2: of it, and I'm with you. So this is gonna go into mine. My go to candy, I don't even think of as candy because it just isn't pack. to me, it's like not packaged as candy. It's packaged as like a treat, which is the Andes mints. Oh, mm-hmm. I yeah. cannot pass an Andes mint and not eat it. Everything else, I can leave. I could open up a Butterfinger, I could have one bite of the Butterfinger, leave the entire rest of the chocolate bar to rot and I'm okay, Mm -hmm. but I have to eat as many as I can. And like Andy's mint cookies, when they put them in cookies, also are adjacent to this. I usually Mm -hmm. can't resist eating something that has specifically that kind of mint in it. I don't know, something about the combination of chocolate and their mint, Mm -hmm. I want one right now. <laughs> uh real Mikey Alexander Reese's again but lately obsessed with white chocolate Kit Kats. Those are so freaking good. Highly recommend.
0: Yeah. Brazilian yeah, I'm not a white chocolate person so I don't like them but yeah.
2: Brazilian style fudge? Is that a candy or is that someone baking fudge and you can't resist the pan of fudge? Archimedes? <laughs>
0: Ugh. I don't yeah. I don't even know I didn't know there were, were different like fudge styles I like this is this is new to me
2: wait here's one from lolly devonshire clotted cream fudge guys are you going to a baking store for this or is this candy help us
0: yeah we, What's we a need fruit to know?
2: pastel who are you people okay <laughs> <laughs> here's a good question uh Aaron you can ask this one are fruit loops considered candy
0: no no that's cereal <laughs> no that's a- absolutely cereal um, you can use them as a snack for sure. You don't have to like put milk in them, but no, 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 that is a, that is a cereal. That's like saying banana bread is candy. It's, it's not, it's just, it's a sweet type of bread. So, yeah.
2: Here's another one for clarification, Aaron. Uh, does bacon with a little bit of syrup count?
0: If it's prepackaged as such, if it's, <laughs> if it's, if it's, if it's made by somebody who's like, here is a chocolate covered piece of bacon or a syrup, like, you know, covered piece of bacon and sold as like bacon syrups. Then yeah, like that's that would be candy. But just putting bacon on or syrup on your bacon does not make it candy. It makes it gross.
2: Here's a health flex from our beloved uh, Jose III who says, "I'm not really a candy person, but my my answer is fruit. Nature's candy. I'm currently eating a bowl of grapes. Hmm. Grapes, seedless grapes or seeded grapes? What color grapes? These are very important questions.
0: Important, important. Uh, uh, let's see.
2: This is just making me want candy. This is a terrible idea. What a terrible question I've come up with Real today.
0: Mikey Alexander says there's a jerky brand like that. They're an expensive treat. That could be considered candy, I think, because it's specifically sweetening something and then packaging it as, you know, like a candy snack.
2: Um, It's here-
0: candied beef, basically.
2: Candied beef? Is that mm. even allowed? <laughs> um, Here's an interesting tip for those of us who are interested in sour candy Uh, from Nutsy on... Twitch who says the center of your tongue cannot taste sour foods. So he used to he or she used to win Warhead standoffs by putting it in the middle of the tongue because you can't taste it. God, do yeah, you the, remember that? My tongue. <gasps> my throat just did that thing where I thought about something being sour and it started to mm-hmm. like cramp up right it around just the edges happened. of your
0: tongue, like the edges ah, of your yeah. tongue just like curl ah. up. Yeah, cuz that's where all the the sour is tasted is like around the, the edges. So, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 Definitely your thoughts on Rolos, Aaron? Uh, Rolos.
0: Uh, Rolos are great. I mean, we um, know why
2: Nick asked this question.
0: The, uh, the Rolos, uh, are really good. They have a really nice milk chocolate around them. That is the first, I'm going to say minute or two of eating each Rollo, And then that caramel center, when it finally starts, uh, popping through is absolutely delicious for the oh, last, you know, you 30 seconds. Like awful. I so my yeah. No, no, I absolutely love it. Danae is now adjusting her camera for the podcast audience. Uh, we apologize if you would like to see a replay of this. It is available in several different areas on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter.
2: And my other dog is back there, jealous. And even
0: that other social Look network.
2: <laughs> um, so much chat about the
0: candy. Uh, ooh, did we mention ooh, the Lind- Lindor chocolates? Cause those are amazing. Um, So I wanted to mention that. Lolly said that.
2: I like this one from your dad in the chat. Mm-hmm. Love to your father, who says I'm on the positive side of candy corn argument, and I love Symphony bars. I'm with you on the Symphony bars; they're delicious, especially the ones that have uh oh, what is it called? They've got kind of like a crunchy one, toffee. I like almonds. A
1: toffee. <laughs> that too. That
2: too. I the like almonds. Mm-hmm. Um, Those Dove promises chocolates with or without almonds. This is what's interesting. I. <sighs> a thicken of it stick I'm just real quickly hop over to the lolly candied my god Americans will put sugar on anything with it yes
0: yes it is it's true a, it's
2: everywhere but candied beef I, don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I've never had it it doesn't sound good to me I don't understand putting bacon on cupcakes and all that stuff that I don't get that dipping your french fries into frosties I don't understand like all all those combination things they don't make sense for my uh my taste buds but yeah mm-hmm mmm it no. is my personal opinion that you should never ever mix like meat with sugar because those are two separate things. Thank you.
2: Oh my god! I can't even hear me. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. <laughs> I mean, when I added that, little did I know it would be useful to you someday. Mm-hmm. God, I love that so much. That just made my freaking morning. Nice. Oh, uh, um. Oh, last little bit. How about this from Lolly? Who says fun story? Dove chocolate is called Galaxy in other countries. Is it because they don't hmm. want people to think it's made of doves?
0: <laughs> is, is that the reason?
2: Is it is to confuse? Not to confuse anybody.
0: Why? Why is your chocolate made from birds? It makes no sense.
2: Um, just good luck to all and everyone in this hyperactive candy season to uh, resist whatever temptations are are bombarding you right now. My house is filled to the brim with candy mm-hmm. and I opened up two bags of candy so that I had access to some of my favorites. And I regret that choice. I wish I would have listened to my husband. No one tell him I said that. Um. The other thing is, is that I found that, you know, this sweet treat, my little wafer rolls and they're mm-hmm. gone now so um
0: that should have been your answer then
2: but these aren't really candy
0: that's true I, I, I don't again consider i agree this candy i, feel, no, I, I agree. feel
2: like this is more food but suddenly my dog is like um excuse me <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't i wouldn't i yeah i mean it's yes it is technically candy is a type of food so but like yeah i would I mean, consider that, that more like a pastry I mean, so or something toenails, like that you know no no toenails are not considered <laughs> I food don't
2: know Why? It just popped into my mind. Toenails are not (laughs)
0: considered food. All right.
2: (laughs) Let's go on to your topic.
0: Quickly. All right. We shall go on to the A topic. Uh, What's an immediate way to make you feel younger or older? What is something immediately that when you do or change about you or whatever makes you feel younger or older? This comes from the fact that... uh, i shaved my beard this morning oh my god Uh, i didn't even
2: notice
1: (laughs) it was kind
0: of i kind of set you up like i mean you know (laughs) (laughs)
2: you've been talking about it for two
0: weeks i know i know it's fine you knew that would be the case you You knew that would be the case
2: two weeks I am such a terrible person. Uh,
0: (laughs) So anyhow, um, it was was incredible. I shaved and I was like, oh, I just de-aged like 10 years. Like it's just, I just feel, I feel younger. Like when I don't have uh, any kind of facial hair, it just makes me feel younger. So it got me thinking like, what is something when you do or and it doesn't have to be physical like that it could just be something you say or whatever that makes you feel either younger or older but it's like immediately it's like oh i just aged 10 years when i said that or did that um oh i just you know uh regressed 10 years when i did that
2: i so, haven't experienced yeah. my getting older one um but i i i know that it's coming mm-hmm. um we're going to be going on a family trip next year and we're going to be going somewhere where usually I'm, I want to ride roller coasters. But the last time I rode a roller coaster, my body did not respond to it like it normally does. And I think it's, I I think it's twofold. When I had uh, my child uh, four and a half years ago, um, my body decided to do all kinds of different things, amazing things, but very different things. And I'm still recovering from getting back into like what I would consider homeostasis, at least before like I'm never gonna go back to what my body was before. Obviously that's impossible, but I was large in part pain free every day, which is very different now. And so I'm on this journey to figure out where I'm out of alignment and things like that. Anyhow, so I went on a I went on a ride once and I felt like I would I felt like I had run just directly into a wall as fast as I possibly could and just collapsed and then got up and did the like shake it off thing and then just hobbled away. So I don't know that I'm gonna ride roller coasters either mm. as much or very, very carefully because I sort of don't wanna feel like I ran into a wall. And that's very different for me because I love loved roller coasters a lot. So I feel like that's like a getting older thing, you know, where you like, yeah, I can't really do that because my hip socket's out, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite, you know, to the, the level where you're you know have to get a walker or something after you ride a ride but no
0: that's a great answer that is a great answer like roller coasters make you feel old like immediately you go on a roller coaster you're like oh i'm an old i'm old
2: immediately someone's like let's go ride a ride i'm like oh let's consider the ramifications of that decision (laughs) where will my left leg be when we're done
0: (laughs) yes yeah exactly this is a great this is a great answer uh from nutsy uh i metal detect and when I do it, I feel like an old man. I just enjoy finding stuff. Don't at me. Um, <laughs> That's
1: amazing.
0: <laughs> that is such a good answer because it is. It's one of those actions where you know, see the old guy on the beach in a movie or on TV, a TV show or whatever, like just the sun hat running on. the metal detector. Yeah. Beep,
2: beep. Oh my gosh! I really want to ask you. And then really picks up like a pop you, can,
0: you know, or something. So, I really yeah. want to
2: ask you, but I'm gonna make this next week's topic. I, I'm gonna to I'm gonna write a note for myself, and I want oh, to know what the okay. most interesting thing you've uh, uh, accidentally found is.
0: Okay. And that's All gonna right. be my topic that next for week. next week. Yeah. We'll Not hold no. that for next no. week. Not now. Uh, Widock says, growing a beard definitely adds years to me because my hair on my cheeks is 50% gray. Yeah, that's part of it as well, although you can't really see. When I have gray hair on my face, because it's, you know, sparser than most, you can't even really see the hair. So, um, but yes. Uh, let's see. Archimedes says, I'm bald with that hair on the sides and around only. Uh, when I shave my head, I de-age a solid decade. Uh, that's an interesting one. Um, Let's see. Lolly says, older, the noise my knees occasionally makes if I sit too long. Uh, it's not age-related. They've done it since my teens, but the crack, so- the crack sounds like old bone. Yeah, yeah. I definitely have this thing where I, eat, my knees are either inflamed uh, enough that they're just sore. They're just kind of sore from being inflamed, or if I take an anti-inflammatory and the the inflammation goes down, they just kind of grind, <laughs> so like I have to, dis- I have to dis- uh, decide if I just want a little bit of pain or if I want to hear my my knee joint grind every time I walk. Um, so yeah,
2: yeah, y'all. could be a little bit a from repartor. playing a
0: lot of basketball too and being yeah, heavy and tall and all that kind of stuff too. So yeah. Oh my uh,
2: god, you guys! I put my topic in for next week already. What is it's today? It's amazing. Look we'll at you today? being
0: prepped and stuff. Uh, let's see. What else do you have to say? Um, this is a good one. Whitick says, when I don't know who a celebrity is, I immediately feel old. Like Grimes. No clue who that is. Um, you know what? I've seen the name Grimes, uh, seen the name Grimes, uh, you know, running around in social media and those kind of things, too. And I am right there with you. Uh, I don't know who that is, and that makes me feel old. Do you ever have that experience today where you're like, I don't know who that person that everybody seems to know is?
2: Yeah, but that's how it's been for me my whole life. That's true. That's true. You know, that's something where when I was growing up, I didn't even know who the Beatles were until I was probably in my mid to late 20s. And then and then I was like, oh, yeah, I know that song. But I didn't know that that was and I was teased for it almost. I've been teased about all the things I don't understand for a very long time. It just kind of becomes like noise in the background after a while. Mm -hmm. But it used to bother me quite a lot because. i didn't watch movies or i didn't know the names of artists it's just never been something that i've been super into so yeah unfortunately i've been old in that regard for a very very long time
0: (laughs) uh slab talks about feeling younger which we haven't heard a lot of uh being around my girls makes me feel young also being around my girls makes me feel old um yes both things can be true but yeah hanging out with your kids or even just hanging out with you know younger people um that definitely can make you feel young kind of give you you know young vibes Um, to be I mean to be fair that's kind of one of the things I love about doing a show like this Uh, and a lot of the audience is much younger than me and it just kind of keeps me aware and young and keeps me feeling good so yeah Uh, let's see Nick says whenever I have to explain to my kids something from the pre 90s we were watching (laughs) Ghostbusters and my six-year-old was balking at the old style TV they were watching and I couldn't believe or and couldn't believe TVs were like that oh my gosh
2: Yeah, I remember the first time my grandmother explained to me how you had to get up and walk to the TV to interact with it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, and I,
2: as a remote control, you know, TVs said mm-hmm. remote controls and I was, I don't remember what was happening. Maybe I was complaining about it not working or something like this. And she kind of, you know, wanted this explanation of like how televisions used to work. And mm-hmm. my mind was literally like, wait, <laughs> so you're sitting on the couch and you change your mind you have to get up and she's like, oh yes. And then once you turn the dial, you had to change, you had to shift around the little antenna Mm
0: -hmm, to get the signal, to get
2: the better signal. And that's the day I learned about signals and my mind was blown. Mm -hmm,
0: Yeah, it's really interesting that the the transfer of information when these things were invented were waves, right? Radio waves, TV waves, you know, what the, just through the air, right? And now it's, through a cord or digital or whatever. It's ones and zeros sent through a fiber cord or whatever it might be. But the the end result is the same. Some sort of content comes to you through some sort of box. And that's been since radio was invented, right? Mm-hmm. Television was just visual radio, that's what it was. It was like you had a radio that also had a video picture on it. And you would you know turn the dials to find your favorite channels just like you would with a radio station, so yeah. Yeah.
2: Archimedes says my first tv was Again, a hand-me-down." Can, can,
0: can i clarify something real quick before i get off that topic mm-hmm. i didn't i don't know that from experience uh just in case you you wondered if i was that old i <laughs> i don't know that that from experience that is in, in my past.
2: archimedia though had a hand-me-down tv that had handling antennas and no remote and remembering this makes me feel <laughs> makes some feel old ah <laughs> <laughs> yes yep. yes as far yes, as yes, feeling yeah. like young i my grandfather had that young energy. My mom has that young energy. I have that young energy. I feel young all the time. I like to laugh at things and just be silly and goofy. So mine's like more of a state of mind. I don't know what Mm -hmm. makes me feel young, like maybe getting in a car and just driving and not having anywhere to go and just like cruising around. That kind of makes me feel young. Um, You know, as you get older, you have so many more responsibilities. It's kind of hard to mentally escape them. But something about just, nothing on the calendar, no agenda, kid is taken care of, and you're just driving around because you can, that probably will always make you feel a little bit young. Like when you're 16, Mm -hmm. you have a car and the coolest thing you can do is just drive down the street (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) without a care in the world. So yeah, on the young
0: side, I was trying to think, um, you know, there are some, there are some like nostalgic things that make me feel like if I eat a certain thing, like I'll have sense memory and that kind of thing where immediately I feel Like I'm, you know, back in time, you know, some of those things that my mom makes or, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, will will send me back in time. Um, Swimming in a swimming pool always makes me feel younger. I, I think maybe it's also like because it relieves a lot of the signs of being old. Like, you know, you're not feeling your weight when you're buoyant. You're not feeling... Um, you know, the pressure on your joints, all that kind of stuff. So like swimming, I think is one that, that makes you can't me feel do your young.
2: taxes while you swim. <laughs> well, you
0: can, you can, <laughs> I
2: guess you could, if you're creative enough, anything can pretty much happen while you swim. <laughs> so you guys thought, thought, that, that that thought that I was, was the one that was going to overdo that. I just want to point out that Aaron is the one that's consistently playing. The more, you know,
0: <laughs> I just thought, you know, if you're creative enough, you can do anything while you swim was a good one.
2: There oh go. Yes, that's true.
0: Uh, all right. You want to go on to the you questions? I think it's yeah, time. Right. Um, Let's do it. What do you want to know? What do you want us to talk about? What questions do you have for us? Topics that you, uh, that are on your brain that you'd love to have some conversation with a friend about, um, whatever it might be. Ev- everything is, uh, available for, um, your questioning. It doesn't mean we'll answer everything. We might not have time to get to it or not choose it or whatever, but, um, Uh, There is no question shaming here. There's no Uh, questions.
2: We might not be able to answer every single question, however. So it just mm kind of depends on what the question is. But we will do our very best to do whatever is on your mind. Absolutely. And thank you to a top Mrs. Mountain
0: for your Uh, subscription. Aw. Mm. While we're waiting for the first uh, you question, just a couple more from the last talk. Put you in front
2: of the question for us, please.
0: Yeah, let us know. Uh, My dad says every time I say, hey, Google. I feel so old. My Google will now respond um, probably because I said it.
2: Yeah. That's one of those trigger things. I can't say around here or even just the word. okay. <laughs> terrible, terrible prompt.
0: Uh huh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see.
2: I, I feel like maybe I should just do the show with a dog in my lap every week because this has been very therapeutic. Look, I oh, mean, nice. Nice. he's just he's just bringing me some love. Um, here's one from doc who says what are good horror movies to watch this month? Oh my God. Okay. The peanuts Halloween special Hmm. It's a good one. There's this moment when one of them wears a little ghost costume Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely.
2: I don't watch horror movies So I really don't know my husband used to watch horror movies, but then he stopped Um, so I don't really have a good one, unfortunately. And I don't know doc that Aaron watches enough either, but maybe have you heard of one that people are enjoying?
0: So people do this thing over Halloween where they watch like a different horror movie every day for like the 30 days of October. And there's like a lot of fun stuff people do. I do not get this subculture. I, I hope that's okay. I don't understand the desire to be scared. I don't understand the desire to be grossed out. So like horror, horror is not something that, that appeals to me. Um. Some of these that you're putting up from other people uh, as like amid mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh yeah let's let's uh let's uh just just be aware that you do some research based on your own trigger warnings all that kind of stuff uh psychos great um, anything Hitchcock has done is amazing um, I yeah, maybe that's my suggestion um, I would find a Hitchcock movie you haven't seen and watch it um, that's that's the kind of thing that I would get into so yeah yeah that would be.
2: Here's one, um, as far as, this is from Archimedes Amazonas who asks, as far as swimming everything goes, do you bring your water resistant phone to the pool or the beach? Do you trust this rating enough or am I alone and still being extra safer in water? I have taken my phone, this, fo- this phone that I've now had for three years, into the pool, under the water, into the shower. I've taken it all over the place. It's gotten wet, it's been submerged and it still works just fine. So I have pushed the technology to the limit. However, I did the first time I was very nervous about it because you're not supposed to be putting your electronic equipment into the water. And it's very hard, at least for me to push past that barrier in my mind. Like this is a rule that you have. You're not supposed to put electronics in the water. So I totally understand. Um, I didn't submerge it for a really long time, but like the, I took it around the lazy river and, uh, was just taking pictures of the family. I got like some more interesting photo angles because we were all together. I didn't try to take a a picture underwater. I kind of wish I would have done that because I actually have the capability of doing that. This is a Note 9 and if you take the pen out, you can click the button and it'll take pictures for you. So that was kind of a neat thing. I did Mm -hmm. have to dry it out afterwards and it has a notification that said, uh, water detected in the port. And so you can't charge it while there's water in the port, at least not through the external port. You can still do like the wireless charging. So yeah, there's just some interesting things. But after I got in the pool, I was like, "Am I, I'm not a pool person, so I don't usually go back to the water. But I have taken my phone into the shower with me to continue to listen to podcasts or whatever. Um, and I just set it up on the like the little side and just it's fine. Uh, and there has been multiple times, again, that water is detected in the port because it just the steam obviously will get inside, but it still runs just fine. So I tested it, but I was very nervous about it because it's a very expensive test. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, no, I don't. I mean, I, I, I will take the phone, you know, to a pool if I'm on vacation or something, but I don't actually take it in the pool. Um, I used to listen to podcasts uh, in the shower, had a little hang up thing for my phone to like, hang on. That was kind of out of the way that, that wouldn't get, you know, much water on it there. Um, but now I have a Google home device uh, in our bathroom that i listen to podcasts through. Um, that's loud enough. So, so no, no, I don't. And yeah, it's, it's not so much that I wouldn't risk it. It's just, there's nothing that's worth the risk of it for me. I can be away from my phone but for that picture, 10 Aaron, minutes. Wow. But that
2: picture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I love this question from Lauren LaNezra on YouTube, who says, "How would se- uh, how would you sell someone on Lord of the Rings?" Oof. Mm-hmm. As a Lord of the Rings fan, I have had this desire and conversation multiple times, and I think the key to selling anyone on anything is to start with what they like. You know, because you, I could talk about Lord of the Rings for a long time about all the things I like about it but anytime you're trying to find out the connecting point, the, the Venn diagram of your passion and their passion and the, the interconnectivity of, you know, some pop culture thing in between, whether it's music or movie or book or whatever, you have to ask them what they like. And if you're trying to sell them on it, you're gonna be in a conversation, potentially an extended conversation where you're trying to find that overlapping space. So for example, if you say, um, how do you feel about elves? And their response is that's dumb, then that's not your angle. And you keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about long form fantasy, well, uh, content, uh, world building really intentional world building. Oh, that's interesting. Tell me more. Oh, okay. You know, then just kind of keep talking about it. But the saddest part of this question is that oftentimes at the end of this, you realize that someone isn't going to enjoy what you love so much and that's okay it's just kind of a bummer um mm-hmm. but it's interesting too because you know what i love about lord of the rings it might not be what someone else loves but there could be a way that they could love it you know from a completely different uh, storytelling perspective for me it, the the movies do an amazing job um the books are incredible but it is a commitment of time on both fronts because reading the books they're very they're substance. They're bulky. They've got a lot of context to them. There's like, there's a lot there. And they're so eloquently written that it's a commitment. Uh, the audiobook also a commitment. The movie is also a commitment. So it's kind of like asking someone to jump into watching critical role on YouTube, you know, like t- two or three years of storytelling or something like that. It's, it's a big ask for a lot of people. So, mm-hmm. um, I usually, if I'm going to try, my approach is usually do you, have you heard of Lord of the Rings? And if they immediately scoff, just move on, (laughs) find somebody else that you could talk to about it. Um, but it is one of the most, for me, one of the most incredible stories I've, I've ever written. It's one of my favorite books I've ever read. And it's one of my favorite movies ever. So I love, I love this topic. And if you ever want to just geek out with someone, just come back here on Mondays and we'll just geek out every single Monday. Ask me a Lord of the Rings question and we can geek out together. That's my answer.
0: Uh, and I'm down for that. Uh I loved the movies more than the book, but the book was a great experience. I don't read a ton, but I did want to read that before uh watching the movies. I think Danae touches on something that's probably a broader part of this question. I would agree with everything she said, but would also say this. I think you have to check your motives too. Why is it you want to sell someone on Lord of the Rings? Because it, there's something we do where we want the people we love to love the things we love. And that's uh, that's great, that's understandable. Shared interests, shared things are are good, but they're much better when they're just naturally discovered rather than forced. So there is an element of who is this person, You know, what would their benefit be from this and then go from that place? And I, you know, selling someone on something for me, what I've learned is 95% of the time you're going to be disappointed. 95% of the time they're going to watch it on their own time when they're ready. If they, you know, feel like enough people have spoken into them to do that. I have people whose opinions I trust who have told me you would love this certain thing and I still haven't watched it. And that is because I make my own content decisions and it really takes like three, four, five different people who I really trust going, Oh no, this was made for you um, for me to kind of do something. So I just, just be aware that it's, it's not likely to happen. The one caveat I would say is um, watch it together. You know, like if, if it's a person where, you know, you're like, I love this movie, would you experience this movie that I love with me? Then that's something where they don't have to feel the pressure of liking it. They don't have to feel the pressure of what they're just having a, an experience with you. So, like, um, you know, hey, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna do a Lord of the Rings marathon. You want to come over and hang out? Um, you know, maybe a, a timely or a time-consuming ask, but um, you know, maybe like I'm gonna watch the first Lord of the Rings movie. Um, you know, would you come watch that with me? I think is. I think you're gonna Will find you come
2: more. watch Lord of the Rings with me.
0: <laughs> I think you're gonna find more success with that. Then here's why you should watch this thing. You know what i mean i just that's just been my experience so so yeah but anyhow yeah follow the- up
2: question from lolly are you excited for the prime series no i am yes 100 yes uh but this was the same it was the same when lord of the rings came out um the movies i was very nervous about it and i wasn't excited about it because there's like holy content for me there are just some stories or there's some content that just feels really sacred and because of the juiciness of lord of the rings like i just I didn't feel like anyone could do it justice. And I was really nervous about that. But then I watched the first movie and I got super excited. So I'm always nervous about content that I'm, that where the, the substance that it's coming from, the source material is something I'm passionate about. I always get nervous because I have my expectations are just too high. They're just too high.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm pumped for it because I'm kind of the opposite of Danae. Like if I love something, I want more and like, even if it's bad, I'll just, you know, I'll be like, "Okay, that wasn't great, but I'm glad I got more of it. I'm glad I got to see, you know, uh more stories from this universe I love." Um, I am I know there's a huge movement in pop culture right now that is kind of uh backlashed against remakes and, you know, find some new material and you that's just not me. Keep remaking stuff, keep doing sequels, all that stuff, because honestly, new stories will always be there. I think people are worried that like nobody will tell like new stories. Look at the movies that came out this year. So many of them are brand new worlds, new stories, stuff that you've never seen before. Um, it's, it's enough for both things to exist. And so let people love what they love and let people get excited for, you know, more of what they love. And that is Lord of the Rings definitely for me. And I am pumped for the new series. I cannot wait. I'm excited.
2: Uh, real Mikey Alexander asks, what notifications do you read? I still read anthro and biology, even though I graduated a long time ago. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, Mm -hmm. I I turned off notifications on my phone a long time ago, and so my answer to this will be a little bit different. But uh, I do get my email notifications still because I want to see when my emails come in. That's kind of like my top tier would be phone call, text messages
0: what are you what are you what are you answering for mail
2: like notifications? Oh, nonfiction? I read it as notifications (laughs) on my phone (laughs) I want to answer that question. So I'm gonna change this question I read it as notification. And then I just yeah. assumed that, that Mikey was uh-huh. like getting notifications on his phone um, about like biology. Yeah. I see,
0: I see. Okay, like, you know okay. How you even though he graduated a long time, still getting notifications about, uh, mm-hmm. anthropology and biology. Well, yes. Yeah, to totally me, this it. makes
2: sense because I will follow things topically on Google, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so then yeah. I, for example, uh, radio notifications, I used to get notifications about radio topics and now mm-hmm. I ignore those because Correct. I'm not in radio anymore.
1: Correct.
2: So I'm going to answer this question wrong and Aaron can answer it correctly. No, no, no. We're
0: both going to answer. We're both going to answer the question you didn't ask. And then we'll both answer (laughs) the question you did ask.
2: (laughs) So I just, I just wanted to say the notifications I pay attention to and actually read are parent related because I, uh, I subscribe to a lot of different, um, sources on like parenting tips and just things to keep in mind about the state of a child's mind at different stages, because obviously that's an important thing for me to know about. So like behavior patterns or, um, things to look out for that, like, like demarcations and their, uh, advancement mm-hmm. and things like this. I kind of keep my eye on that sort of thing. So that's the, one of the only things that when I look at my phone, if I see a notification, if it's not work related, I immediately click on it. Cause I want to read about it. So that's that, that's the question. Uh, you didn't ask.
0: My answer to the question you did <laughs> not ask, uh, is <laughs> that I have turned off almost all notifications on my phone, except for uh text notifications from specific people um so if i'm going to see emails or uh general text or general calls those kind of things i'm going to be going and looking for them i just want to make sure that i'm getting notified when somebody who may need me for particular specific emergency related reasons Uh, that I see that immediately. Um, So work, like I have some work Slack notifications on um, because they are related to things I need to know immediately. I have no social media notifications on my phone. I think the very first thing everyone should do to maintain a healthy phone life is turn off every single social media uh, notification. Uh, (laughs) Sorry to get on a soapbox, but that is, I think that is a very harmful thing that is um, killing a lot of our culture right now. Yeah, no, it's true. That's true. <laughs> you could push it too, you know. <laughs>
2: uh, what nonfiction do you read, Aaron? Uh,
0: okay, I will answer the question you did ask. Um, I don't read a lot, uh, and especially I don't read uh, nonfiction a lot. But it is my old philo- uh, my old f- uh, philosophy books. I will sometimes pull those down, whether it be, uh, you know, um, some of the basic foundations of philosophy books, just to kind of, you know, go over some of that stuff. Uh, I have specific books by, you know, like a lot of the old Greek philosophers, I have a lot of those. Um, and then some of the, you know, more modern ones, Kierkegaard, um, those kind of things. I will sometimes pull those down and read, um, because I love, love thinking about that stuff. So that's my Um, answer. My old philosophy.
2: I'll just, I'll go on trend here. I studied, um, with massage therapy. There's some really interesting anatomical things and I'll still read up on, uh, on that they're not necessarily like usually it's blog posts or stuff that comes in the mail, but I do still have my, um, anatomy books. And when I talk to people about things going on in their body and try to help them understand how massage therapy or finding a therapist could work for them in specific situations, I will still go back to those books to kind of just brush up on what I know. So that's my answer.
0: Um, do you guys have? this
2: is from nutsy three who says, do you guys have a must watch movie around the holidays? For me, I have to watch A Christmas Story every year. Uh, No, but I wanted to do something with Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas because my mom and dad watched that with me. And it's this like old school puppetry world from the mind of, I think, Jim Henson. I I think it's actually based on a kid's book. I might actually have it somewhere up there.
0: Um, Somewhere up there. Above the
2: Norman Rockwell. No, no. Above the Norman Rockwell is more Norman Rockwell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's Courier and Ives. It's a Courier and Ives book up there.
0: Beneath the Courier and
2: Ives. Yes. Very good. Uh, yeah. So uh, there's like these, um, little, like little movies that I remember watching with my parents and I, I'm just really, really bad with repetition. So each year this tr- the traditional things i am not the person who thinks it's the season that means we do this i'm the person that's like it's the season what was i doing five minutes ago (laughs) so um but my husband is that person and i see us probably watching stuff i'm I'm assuming it's going to be a kid's movie to be honest with you probably gonna just follow our child but she watches the grinch throughout the year so let's hope it's not that one (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, I think I've talked about this before, but we watch uh, "It's a Wonderful Life" every single Christmas Eve, um, and yes, that is 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 and has been a tradition for us for a long, long time. So, yeah, "It's a Wonderful Life" is a theme for us. <gasps>
2: Well, we made it through another show. I think Um, we did. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We go live every Monday at 9 a.m. Central, except for the occasional moment when I have to be late because I got a phone call. Uh, (laughs) So thank you guys for hanging out with us a little extra long this morning. You can follow us right here on whatever platform you're watching from. And for my Twitch followers, we're gonna be going and watching somebody um, do some really incredible artwork today. We're going to be moving from this show over to C not bush who is crafting with clay today um he's got a really cool piece he's working on i want you guys to just see it and it's super chill chill vibes something you can kind of put on the background and uh watch the request for slab to bring back the someday portion is something that we hope to get to uh but mondays and some is our verbiage mondays is our you know it's our promise that we only ever so often to break because we're (laughs) done or sick. So 9 a.m. Central is when we go live. So make sure your notifications are on and you can support us at patreon.com slash studio DNA for the content that Aaron and I produce together. And of course you can support us on all the other platforms as well. And here's my other dog to say hello to you guys. (laughs) Uh, Yes, thank
0: you. We love you. We appreciate you. You guys are the best. Uh, Really do look forward to this every single week, hanging out with you and uh, chatting about what's going on in the world. So. Uh, appreciate you, uh, Danae, I think has already sent her Twitch uh, raid. I will, message be, in out. I will um, be
2: in just a moment. Oh, oh, oh! As far as like sending them on, yeah yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Like as far as letting you know kind of what's going on there. So
2: yeah, we're um, gonna go uh, racing on Bush. Make sure to say hi to to him and show the love over there. And we will see you guys next week.
0: Yeah, see you on the next Monday or someday.
2: Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoo another dough.
0: If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of way.
2: Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com/slash studio DNA.
0: Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you.
2: See you next time.
0: The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day.